You know how some podcasts you listen at like 1.2, 1.5 speed to get through? Well, this one, I might encourage you to kind of dial it back a little bit to 0.5 or at least 0.8, because apparently I was a little overly caffeinated in this talk I gave earlier this week. It was a webinar for some radio broadcasters. I was sharing some thoughts on how to increase the value of their programming for their listeners, and I'm sharing it with you now because I think it's applicable to any business that wants to serve its customers better. And so with that and a hat tip to Vanilla Ice, I give you Stop, Collaborate, and Listen. Welcome to the Creative Coach Cast. I'm Paul Goldsmith, an entrepreneur and creative coach on the show committed to helping you transform your creative ideas into a reality. Herb Kent, the cool gent from Chicago, spent 50 years in radio, said before radio, there was silence. Radio was the first instant medium shared by millions, and it brought us closer together as people. And then along came the internet. And we know that radio isn't the only instant medium anymore. We have a lot of competition out there for ears and attention. Six to 10,000 messages a day is the average TV, radio, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, you name it, our own text messages. We get bombarded with thousands of messages. So we've developed filters on what gets through. And so for us to really cut through the clutter, the noise, to reach the people we want to reach. We really have to be strategic. In fact, we'll take a lesson from Vanilla Ice. We got to stop, collaborate, and listen. The first thing we're going to do is stop what we're doing right now and talk about the Pareto Principle. You may have heard of this. It's been called different names, the 80-20 Principle, but it holds true in virtually every circumstance. Now, the ratios may be different, But what it basically means is 80% of your results come from 20% of your efforts. Sit with that for a minute. We waste a lot of time if you look at those ratios, right? Not important versus important. We spend 80% of our time on the not important details when if we could laser focus on the 20% that connects to our audience, that's going to deliver the majority of the result. This comes from the book, The 80-20 Principle. There's lots of books. This is one of them that talks about this, but they point out to strive for excellence in few things rather than good performance in many. I think that's really important to really think about what are the things we're going to focus our time and effort on about what's coming out of the speakers or through the screens on our websites and our apps and our social streams. What is the measure of success? It is almost inevitable that you're doing too many things for too many people. Can you relate to that? Don't you feel that like you never get enough done? And at the end of a day or a week, you're like, I was really busy, but I'm not sure what I did. So it's time to really laser focus on our missions and what is the critical 20% we're going to focus on to get the majority results that we need. The business world has long abided by the 80-20 rule. It's especially true for software. Think about it. 80% of a product's uses take advantage of only 20% of its capabilities. Those apps on your home screen are the one that get 80% of the uses and everything else is an afterthought. So how do we get our stream to be on the home screen? For example, have you done a promotion to get your app or your stream on the home screen, making it easy for them? Obviously making the station a preset on your radio or your Alexa or iPhone or Google Home. How much time is spent on making your station the preset so that it's just by default part of the majority use of your listeners so they don't have to think about it? If the people listening in the morning are invited to listen back in the afternoon and you can actually make it easy for them to do that, 
an afternoon, listen the next morning. Again, we don't have to recreate the wheel. Focus on what you're really good at and eliminate everything else and make it easy for people to listen. This is from MS Communications, a radio broadcaster. We focus on the 80-20 rule of consumption with all of our stations. We get every single one of the listeners in our target market and milk every single quarter hour we can out of them. Instead of going a mile wide and an inch deep, let's go a mile deep. We talk about target demos, right? For a reason, because the more people you get in demo, in target, then you get more people overall. Whereas you try to be all things to all people, you get fewer across the board. And this holds true in all of our marketing efforts and all of our programming efforts. If you have a show that rises above every other show, it just connects on a deeper level, a host, why are you only playing that in one day part? Perhaps the morning show could be recycled at night or overnight. People are not listening to you for 24 hours a day. So rather than try to have equal talent and shows in every single day part, take your highest, most connective content and repeat it. Or maybe it's a segment on your morning show. Are you only playing it once or twice? Can you repurpose that? a third time on the web via mobile apps. Rather than trying to come up with unique use cases, focus on the things that are going to get the most consumption and try to get more out of your existing audience. You obviously play hit songs every three hours. And so the same thing with your best content, your best personalities. Really kind of focus on super serving the people most passionate, most likely to engage with you and make them your brand ambassadors. They'll share it with the other 80%. But you know, one of the examples in this book, they used a, a um, carpet cleaner company. They learned that 80% of usage of your carpets happens in 20% of the area, right? Your, your doorways. And so that's the stuff that needs replaced. So their innovation from this was to start selling squares instead of the whole... You didn't have to buy the whole carpet. You bought squares to replace the used portion. And that was very profitable for them. So take that to your use case. How can you focus deeply on your P1s, your 20% to really maximize engagement and connection with them? So putting that Pareto principle to work for you and loving those people that have shown an interest in the message that we have to share. And how do we love them? That means not getting obsessed with numbers and being the biggest and the best station in town and worrying about what the competition is doing. It means super serving your listeners with every piece of content. So egos aside, it's not because we need to give everybody an air shift. It's because we love our listeners. What is going to be the most connective content that we can provide? Rather than things on just to check a box, start everything with how can we best serve and love our listeners? Measure what matters and pay attention to where your heart is. And are you just trying to win and be big or do you actually love the listeners you serve? And I know I get competitive, but I think we're not called to be successful. We're called to be faithful. And so this is a reminder as much to me as anybody. And I got to put my Enneagram 3 aside. My achievement comes from how well I love my family and those around me. And so how well you love your fellow coworkers and your staff matters more than your cue. And that really means being serious about building relationships first with your staff and then with your listeners. Man, we've got to focus on the things that matter. And that really is people. Focus on actually loving the people around us and our listeners we all have a need. Like We're more connected digitally than ever before, but not actually deeply connected emotionally, relationally. And we're just the conduit, right? It's not about us. So we stopped on the Pareto principle and thought about what are 
the 20% of activities that we can do to truly love our listeners, make a connection with them and get 80% of the results and not just look busy. Then it comes to you know the collaboration, right? We get the listeners to tell their story. There's lots of ways to collaborate. Amazon clearly figured this out. They have half the US population. It's 125, 30 million prime subscribers. People are paying them to have the privilege to collaborate with Amazon. And then they get a service for that, right? You get instant delivery of things and that's good, but you can go to Walmart and not pay an extra fee and get the same things, but people like the convenience of Amazon. So Amazon isn't the only platform that sells on Amazon. Obviously, there are thousands of other vendors. Now they prioritize their own stuff because it has a higher margin for them, but they saw one of the key to reach more people was to have small businesses and other vendors sell their wares through Amazon. And so I think, how can you get your listeners to collaborate with you? You're the platform, but you don't have to be the source of all the content. You can use the community. Maybe you have an Instagram influencer in your market and shares powerful stories. Why not give them a half hour show? Why not give them a spot on your website? Have them take over your Instagram, right? How can you enact the community to help love and serve your audience in the same way that you do? Because you have the platform and you can reach more if you collaborate. And then that brings us to third and final point, to listen. Truly listen. If you love someone, you listen to them, right? Not just to respond, but to actually hear what they have to tell you. Don't make it all about yourself. Is all of your imaging inward focused? It's not about you. It's about what people experience, the experience they have through you. You're not the hero of the story. You're this trusty sidekick. And so again, stopping and focusing on the 20% of efforts that's going to result in 80% of the results and telling powerful stories, repeating content that's connective, starting with love for your listeners, not about being number one, collaborate with your listeners to create powerful moments by sharing their stories on the air. Everything needs to be from a place of love and connection and not promotion. People don't need another thing to do. We've talked about collaborating. The final thing was listen. Ask your listeners what matters to them. Again, individual results uh, may be different, but it's all about the connection to your audience. And so if your imaging or your talent or your liners are talking about how awesome your website is, or if you want to find out from your actual listeners, ask them. You know, you can ask them on social media. You can ask them through email. As we get back to in-person concerts and events, I mean, ask them some follow-up questions. Why do you listen? And then ask why like three more times to get to the real answer. And then notice a trend there because uh, it's not about you know what impresses our industry because I know I fall in that trap. What's going to impress you know the leaders or the other consultants or the other stations or whoever or the other radio stations, right? No, it's about if you care about the relationships, it's about driving connections. And to, for to connect, you need to make sure she feels seen and heard. And how does she feel heard? You ask her. Turn the noise down. As we started the conversation, talked about before radio, there was silence in the original instant impact medium. But now we're bombarded with too many messages. So how can we turn down the noise and turn up the encouragement? Thanks for being here, guys. Have an incredible week. Thank you for listening to the Creative Coachcast. I hope this has been beneficial. And if you like it, please review it and rate it. That way others can find it. And we'll talk to you next time.